0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt in your mouth magic of a Keebler Sandys to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So, as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandys. <laughs>
1: This is the Minnesota Tim podcast. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. I am Minnesota Tim. Just to remind you, my friends, KJ Osborne will be on the Minnesota Tim podcast. The episode will release on Thursday morning. He is a Minnesota Vikings wide receiver. I will ask him a, several questions about his role with the Minnesota Vikings, what he expects for the team in 2023, his thoughts on Kirk Cousins, and a whole bunch more. So um, download, rate, and review the Minnesota Tim podcast wherever you're currently listening to this so that podcast shows up in your feed on Thursday morning. Okay, so there's something that I promised you that I would get to today, and it's 4.49 p.m. I promised you that I would react to the Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese discussion that's been going on recently. Been a lot of controversy surrounding that topic after LSU defeated the Iowa hot guys, 101, 102, excuse me, 285. Well, let me address this first because I have a good friend named Dave He's a Facebook friend of mine, and he said that you should put out a podcast on this game because he commented about the officiating, which was poor, but he explained that it was the officiating that costed Iowa Hawkeyes a national championship, and they did have several players in foul trouble. Caitlin Clark had four fouls, Monica Sinano, five fouls, Warnock had five fouls three of the four Iowa Hawkeyes starters had four or more fouls. So it was a tight officiated game in the first half, and then they let them play in the second half. Again, a part of my problem with officiating is consistency. The officials were not consistent. The officials were not consistent in the Super Bowl. The officials were not consistent in the Timberwolves-Phoenix-Suns game a couple of weeks ago. The officials were not consistent in the Iowa Hawkeyes-LSU-NCAA championship for the women. And that's the big problem I have with officiating. If you're going to call it one way, call it that way for the entire game. You will receive so much more backlash as an official if you change the way you official throughout the game because you call it one way in the first two quarters, the players adjust, and you call it a completely different way in the second half. That just doesn't make much sense.
2: But this is why the officials did not cost Iowa the national championship. The LSU bench scored 30 points. They
1: had a bench player go 7 for 8, 5 for 6 from the three-point line and scored 22 points. And overall, their team had the shooting afternoon of their lives. They went 11 for 17 from the three-point line. That's 64%. And... I- I'm sure uh, the LSU team has not shot that percentage the entire year because 11 for 17 is a crazy good percentage. And the player that I was discussing that went six or seven from the three-point line or five for six from the three-point line made her first five threes of the game, scored 22 points. She averaged eight points a game that season, shooting 41.8%. So you get a bench player that averages almost nine points a game, and they score 22 points. The Iowa Hawkeyes lose by 17. That's a huge part of LSU winning. And then the other big part was Iowa's foul trouble and LSU's three-point shooting. LSU was just knocking down shot after shot after shot. And some of them
2: were open. Some of them were covered. And that's why they won the game. It's so unreasonable
1: to go after the low hanging fruit every single game. And I completely disagree with that idea. It's the official's fault. It's the official's fault. It's the official's fault.
2: Not everything is the official's fault. Again, again, Why is there no personal responsibility
1: as a fan base anymore? Why can you not hold your team accountable for not being good enough? Why is it always the official's fault? I totally disagree with the premise that it is always the official's fault because Iowa did not play good enough. Defensively,
2: LSU scored 102 points in the national championship game. I wonder when the last time someone scored 102 points in a
1: national championship game was. I wonder if it's ever happened in national championship history. I'm looking it up right now. Highest scoring national championship game basketball. The Tigers' 102 points is the largest point total in any semi or national final
2: in tournament history dating back to 1982. Along with LSU's 102 points,
1: Iowa scored 85. The two combined for the most points scored in any D1 national championship game. Iowa's offense was good enough.
2: Kaitlin Clark, Sinano, they scored. but they could not stop LSU and LSU was just
1: raining three pointers on them. And that's why Iowa lost quit blaming the officiating as bad as they were as ridiculous as the technical foul on Caitlin Clark was. That's not why they lost. They lost because they could not slow down LSU. All right, so let's dive into the Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese controversy, if you
2: want to call it that. First, let me get this off my chest. I totally am against any
1: players that showboat on the court doing the John Cena celebration. So when Caitlin Clark did it, I didn't like it. When Angel Reese did it, I did not like it. I hold both players accountable for what they did, but what Angel Reese did to Caitlin Clark was not even comparable
2: to what Caitlin Clark did to Louisville. And this is why. Caitlin
1: Clark did a what? Now you see me, now you don't celebration, and it lasted for all of half a second to a second. It did not last longer than a second. Angel Reese followed Caitlin Clark around the floor for the final 20 to 30 seconds left in the second half. Doing a now you see me, now you don't. Getting in her face, showing her the ring. And it was totally disrespectful. What Clark did to the Louisville bench, or to Louisville players. I don't know who that was directed
2: towards, but that was disrespectful too. But Angel Reese took it to a new level. And, oh my word, watching
1: some of the national reaction to what Caitlin Clark and what Angel Reese did, people calling it racist. It's racist to criticize Angel Reese for doing the same thing. No, it's not. She did not do the same thing. She followed Clark all over the court for the final 20 to 30 seconds left in that game. And I don't get why that's such a controversial
2: racist take because it really isn't. You look at the tape and they are completely different. I don't know how either one of them didn't get called for a technical foul for doing what they did because you do a little flex in the NBA and you're called for a technical foul immediately. Since when did NCAA officiating grant longer leashes than NBA officials? I really don't have much more to say on the whole situation. But Stephen A. Smith called all
1: Angel Reese is black. Okay, if you reversed roles and Clark did to Angel Reese
2: what Angel Reese did to Clark, would you have the same reaction? Would you think it's okay if Clark did that to Angel Reese? Would you call it even if
1: Clark got an Angel Reese's face for the final 30 seconds of that ball game? Or would you call out Clark for doing what she did?
2: I'm not a race baiter. I don't think everything between black and white has to do with race. I don't support either player for what they did. I think they're worse
1: than just making a shot and then coming down the floor and acting like you've done that
2: before. I hold players who are good to a high standard. You know, give a pump this
1: at the end of the game if you make a last-second shot. Celebrate if you hit a last-second shot with your teammates. Celebrate when the final horn blows after you win a national championship. But during the fourth quarter, as the time is ticking, or whenever Caitlin Clark did that to Louisville, act like you've been there before. Even if you haven't, act like you've been there before. I hold players
2: to a high standard. Quit acting like you're five or six years old. But what
1: Angel Reese did is without question way worse than what Clark did to Louisville. And I do not understand
2: why so many people think it's the same. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this
1: episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you for making this podcast a part of your day. Please rate, review, and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great day.
0: Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance
2: smarter.